0: Welcome to another episode of Strategize to Succeed. Selectively applying the strategies which we discuss each week will help you as you progress from conditions to opportunities to successes. Today we're going to look at a somewhat different issue, your mindset, your approach to finding a goal and working towards that goal. Like many of you, My frame of reference when approaching issues has often reflected back to my parents. At any time while growing up, when I voiced any passing interest in a possible future pursuit, I could count on a certain pattern of responses. My parents were very consistent. As long as one other person in the world had accomplished a particular feat, it was made clear that I had the ability and opportunity to accomplish that same feat, and I was also given the latitude to discover uncharted paths. So the field trips taken and the books read represented a highly diverse collection of experiences. Even after completing school, my parents still held on to the importance of not feeling limited by preconceived notions of traditional career paths. This freedom to soar into any inspired direction is an important component to creating a lifetime of happiness. Regardless of your education, it is critical not to put blinders on to the possibilities of what you can accomplish if you desire. The concept of education, after all, is really as much, if not more, about asking questions as it is about finding answers. And regardless of your stage in life, always be receptive to the idea that you are capable of undertaking new challenges and achieving new goals. That open-mindedness will help you to feel active longer. But as you embark on working towards a goal, there seems to be an inverse relationship. The bigger and more general the goals, the harder they are to achieve. Smaller and more specific goals are easier to attain. A prime example of this is found in the process of losing weight. If your objective is to lose 50 pounds, It is far more daunting to set your goal at 50 pounds than it is to define your objective as wanting to lose 5 pounds per month. With a smaller, more clearly defined goal, you have more control and accountability. If circumstances compel you to deviate from that plan, you immediately see the result and you have the opportunity to redirect the course. With a large, general objective, the lack of specificity allows for unexpected events to more easily take over and hijack even the best of intentions. There is a saying which you have heard me reference perhaps more than once. It summarizes the point of focusing on small, precise goals, and you may find it helpful in guiding your approach to goal setting. An inch is a cinch, a yard is hard. Structure your goals carefully. They require fixed parameters, standards of measurement, time frames, and objectives. The more specifics and details you can include in the construction of your goals, the greater the likelihood that you will be able to work successfully to bring them to fruition. As I try to complete any task, or achieve even the smallest of goals, there has been a philosophy which guided my attitude and perhaps limited my sense of frustration. My parents always tried to communicate their thoughts in terms which I would understand and appreciate. I have always liked olives, so this food found its way into one of the many parental lessons. Envision a jar filled to the brim with olives, or pickles, or cherries, you get the point. The jar is tightly packed along with some liquid, and it is very difficult to dislodge the first olive nestled in its compact resting place. After extracting the first olive, additional olives seem to tumble out of the jar, sometimes faster than you would even expect or desire. Now, broaden the perspective because this picture is really a metaphor for many of life's occurrences. Think back to when you were a child learning how to ride a bicycle. When you started out, the moves were tentative. But by your second, third, fourth attempt you were practically a speed demon or consider making your first sales call. You prepared your selling points, considered what might be important to the prospective buyer, perhaps even did some research on effective selling techniques. The process might have been painful or even torturous. Yet, once you have completed this routine a few times, you feel competent and experienced. When undertaking any new activity or pursuing a new goal, it is natural for the task to first be somewhat difficult because the skills and their applications may be new and strange. You are perhaps apprehensive, wary, and even a little bit excited. After you have experienced a new pursuit a few succeeding times, your skill memory begins to take over. You start to feel more comfortable, and the process takes on a more familiar feeling. With repetition, everything comes more easily. Just like getting succeeding olives out of a jar. I feel confident that you believe that wishes and dreams are wonderful, and that we should always cherish them. As a small child, we begin that process. And, if we are fortunate, we continue with that comforting feeling even as reality crashes in. When I was a child, I always dreamt of becoming a rockette and working at Radio City Music Hall in New York. It really does not seem like an outlandish dream, except that it never matched my physical reality. And, regardless of the numerous ballet classes, My body type was just not going to cooperate. So, the wishes and dreams began to adjust to more practical pursuits. Enjoyable, but different. Even as an adult, we have the opportunity to wish and dream about anything. But unless concrete actions are taken, the thoughts will always remain just wishes and dreams. In order to convert any thought from wish and dream status into your new reality, it requires time, planning, research, and follow-through. Actual steps must be taken and efforts made to accomplish any wish or dream. Understand that unless there is an absolute physical impossibility, almost anything that you might wish or dream for yourself you can accomplish by putting in the work. Bringing about a new reality for yourself is not easy, but it is doable, and that is all that matters. However, even if you take concrete action and move from point A to point B to point C, you know that that does not guarantee success. As one example many years ago, I participated in a negotiation in which a larger company wanted to purchase a much smaller company. The very small target balked and put up every defense possible, except for one which the larger company never saw coming. The smaller company, in a very creative manner, turned around and quickly managed to buy controlling interest in its much larger opponent. The point is that as you encounter a stumbling block, it becomes your responsibility and your challenge to develop another feasible course of action in response. The new plan may not only ameliorate the actual problem, it may actually increase the opportunity for creating an even better outcome than was originally contemplated. Over time, each of us becomes complacent and comfortable with how we do things. Although there is security in that reliability, it can often have the effect of putting blinders on our thought process, preventing us from expanding our perspective. As an exercise, without it even being necessary, consider what steps you would take and alternative plans you would pursue if you found that you were thwarted in your effort to complete your determined goal. If you complete that thought process a few times, you will find that your mind becomes increasingly agile and less rigid in its direction, and you open up the possibility for greater creativity in your approach to everything that you do. A natural element of figuring out your plan is to observe the world around you, to assess what works and doesn't work. However, once that observation has been made, make sure to put the blinders back on and return the focus to your own arena and not be swayed from pursuing your own plan. To keep one's eye on one's own plate is another way of conveying that while external competition is fine, one's internal strength of direction is more important. Each person has different objectives, pursuits, and priorities, and their concerns are probably not the same as yours. You are likely not even aware of all the factors which impact someone else's decision-making process. As a result, it becomes impractical for you to blindly accept their conclusion as your own. Your own parameters may be completely different. So consider for just a moment the space exploration efforts of Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos. There is no doubt that each was keeping an alert eye on the other's activities, and the result evidenced some similarities. But in the end, each of the processes, components, and perhaps technologies were vastly different. So always observe, consider, evaluate. Then return the focus to your own universe. You will find that your life becomes less stressful when you are not consumed with what everyone else is doing. Your issues are not the same as someone else's. Your attention and solutions must also be centered on yours alone. While honing in on developing your mindset in concert with your goals, remember that at all times, you can always find a way over, under, or around an obstacle. The only thing which can truly hold you back is you. Thank you for sharing your time today. Remember, your application of strategic decision-making approaches can result in more beneficial outcomes for you, both professionally and personally. Why not turn that process into your opportunity.